0: Welcome back to another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Belle. And I'm Miley. And today, we're going to be talking about probably the biggest case we've ever talked about on this podcast before.
1: Yeah, I think it is. Yeah.
0: And I want to start out with a disclaimer. Well, a couple disclaimers. Firstly, um, for the disturbing details in this episode, this is not a family-friendly episode. I don't know if any of our episodes are family friendly.
1: Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, there's sure. no f- bad language. Yeah. We have a few happy cases. Sure. We have a few that aren't as dark. Yeah. We'll say that.
0: Secondly, Miley and I no way want to come off disrespectful to those who lost their lives to this horrible and disgusting man. Uh, So there won't be as many jokes made in this episode as there normally is. There'll still be some, but it'll won't be making fun of David Berkowitz, because <laughs> surprise, this episode is about the son of Sam, which we won't be calling him that in this episode that often because he came up with that name
1: himself, and that makes me angry. Yeah, it's going to be hard for me because I didn't initially know what his actual name was yeah. before we start talking about this case, so i'll do my best but i mean it's no big deal that is the title of this episode is son of sam so it's pretty well known
0: um but i kind of felt like he was a jerk off for giving himself his own serial killer name yeah agreed whatever that's not the kind of ego i want to feed into even (laughs) if that was in the 1970s yeah so this is it guys the son of sam part one because there's going to be it. two parts. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. <laughs>
1: Surprise.
0: Uh, let's give some backstory. Uh, David Richard Berkowitz, a name many know now, but not the name he was born with. Richard David Falco, born June 1st, 1953, to parents that didn't want him. Oh. <laughs> Betty Broder and Tony Falco were married in 1936. Four years later, they were divorced after Tony left Betty for another woman. I bring that up because in 1953, Betty became pregnant with a married man's child whom she had been seeing for the last three years.
1: Wow. And Betty
0: didn't want to give the child the married man's last name. I have a feeling that the married man didn't want Betty to give the kid his uh, last name. Yeah, but whatever. You know. So a few days after the birth, um, she gave him Tony's last name, Falco. And then a few days after the birth, she gave the child up for adoption. And it says that the reason why she gave him up is because the married man didn't want her to have a baby. Well, um, you shouldn't have knocked her up if you didn't want her to have a baby. Yeah. Use contraceptives. <laughs> But whatever. Um, so days after Richard's birth, he was adopted by Nathan and Pearl Berkowitz, um, hardware store retailers from the Bronx. They chose to switch his middle name and his first name to kind of try to give him his own identity. And they gave them their last name. And so this is where the David Aww. Berkowitz that many know now okay, came from. I'm caught up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as David grew older, it was noticed that he had above average intelligence leading to a lot of boredom in school. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of how that goes. Yeah. Um. So at an early age. Since he was. Kind of just. Bored. Didn't have much to do. He started.
1: Arson. He started oh. to life hires. <laughs> okay. I would just like to say. <laughs> life hack. <laughs> My parents have always told me. When you have children. The key. To making them. Good children is to keep them busy. Sports, activities. That way, they're so busy that they can't get into anything bad, like arson. Well, Nathan and Pearl didn't know that.
0: And so, Richard, well, David, decided to get into larceny and arson. Uh, So, basically, he had a stealing problem, and he really liked to catch stuff on fire. Um, He was also known to being a huge jerk <laughs> leading his hmm. parents to contact a psychiatrist uh one thing that is noted a lot in the things that i've read and watched is that david was super attached to his adoptive mom pearl Aww. um it's even rumored that when pearl's parakeet began getting more attention than him he poisoned it as a child
1: oh so it's an unhealthy yeah it's, attachment. C- it's creepy
0: um but when david was 14 his mother died of breast cancer <gasps> Then things began to get even worse for Berkowitz. Uh, He is rumored to have not been super fond of his dad or his dad's second wife, which caused a lot of issues in the home, obviously. Yeah. Um, So at 18, David Berkowitz joined the United States Army, serving in Fort Knox, which is located in Kentucky, as well as with the Infantry Division in South Korea. In June 1974, he was honorably discharged and headed back to New York. There are some rumors about why he was
1: discharged
0: that I'm not going to get into, but they're dark. Oh.
1: Wait, did did you say honorably discharged? Yeah, he was
0: honorably discharged. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't um bad per se? Mhm. But it was a lot of really creepy stuff that he started doing. Okay. But it's not super relevant to the case. So I didn't feel like it needed to be included. Um, it just was just weird stuff. Okay. Like weird, like sexual fantasies and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He got an apartment in Yonkers and his job history is kind of all over the place. Um, he was a security guard, a mail sorter, a taxi driver, and a few other odd jobs. Uh, he then began the search for his birth mother. Previously, David had been informed that his mother died during childbirth, but it turns out his parents lied to him.
1: Oh! Um,
0: after meeting with her on multiple occasions, she informed him of his true birth story, which is basically boils down to being super, super sad. If I was his mom, I would not have told him. <laughs> um, But also, I may sound insensitive, but crap happens to everyone and sometimes you just got to get over it. <laughs> like... Yeah. You just got to move past it. <laughs> yeah. He had parents who loved him. At least his mom loved him.
1: That's true. And so like. Oh, but then she go died. Go to therapy. Yeah. I wonder what happened with move the psychologist along. when he was I don't acting know. up.
0: He should have stayed. Maybe this all wouldn't have happened yeah. if he just would have gone to more when therapy. When you need
1: help, please get help.
0: Yeah. Um. His relationship with his mother eventually sabered out. and. Like, completely simmered out. Like, he stopped talking to her. Uh, but he did keep a relationship with his half sister, Roslyn. <sighs> and here's where it begins. On December 24th, 1975, Berkowitz claimed he stabbed an unidentified Hispanic woman, as well as 15 year old Michelle Foreman. Both women were said to be stabbed with a hunting knife in Co op City. Michelle was hospitalized for a week, but luckily made it through the injuries.
1: A hunting knife?
0: That was his very first, and he admitted to this, that was his very first, like, murder. A hunting knife? Yeah. Because the Hispanic woman was murdered. Uh, Yeah, with a hunting knife.
1: That's, I don't, I'm having a hard time coming up with a word. It's not impressive by any means, but a hunting knife? Uh, I don't know. That's a, mm, that's a lot. I think yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's intense. I feel like there are other things that he could have used, mm-hmm. but. 10
0: out of 10, yeah, for sure. Okay. So now fast forward to July, July, 1976. This is the true beginning of like the reign of terror. That is the 44 caliber killer. Cause that okay. is the name that the media came up with him for the 44 oh. caliber killer, which is um, really hard to say. It
1: sounds a lot cooler
0: though. Forty-four caliber blah, blah. <laughs> See? It's hard. I don't know how the news people did it. Killer. Forty-four caliber killer.
1: It still sounds pretty cool. Lots though. of
0: L's. Yeah. Um 18-year-old Jody Valentine uh, and her friend 19-year-old Donna Laura were sitting in Valentine's car after a night out. When Laura gets out of the car, she notices a man approaching her and says, Now now what is this? Because <laughs> Of course, she does. I
1: love her already, <laughs> right? Uh,
0: David Berkowitz proceeded to pull his .44 caliber out of a paper bag, drop to one knee, with one elbow on that knee, holding the gun with both hands, and fires, striking Donna and killing her instantly. Um, Jody Valentini was shot in the thigh, while Berkowitz shot a third bullet, missing both women. Valentini did survive her injury while she did not recognize her attacker. She did note that he was a man, approximately in his 30s, with fair complexion, around 5'8", and weighed about 200 pounds.
1: That's a very interesting way. Right? Drop
0: into your knee with the gun in both hands? That's crazy.
1: I'm I'm just trying to picture that. With with his elbow rested on his knee, but
0: this woman had like such an accurate reaction. Like, what now? What is this? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We're, this is the <laughs> middle of the night. <laughs> he drops. Oh man! And then he drops. Yeah, yeah. So
1: what? why? But yeah. Um.
0: While Valen valentine didn't completely see him she did know like some things about him like his hair was short dark and curly so he wasn't
1: ever so he at this point he wasn't uh like arrested for the stabbing and murder of the first okay okay no
0: not anything like that so valentine's father gave the same description and claimed he saw the man in a small yellow compact car And the neighbors agreed seeing the same like unfamiliar car in their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Uh, October 23rd, 1976, there was a shooting in Queens. Carl De Niro... 20-year-old security guard and Rosemary Keenan and an 18-year-old college student were sitting in a parked car when the window suddenly shattered. Keenan started the car and quickly drove away. They hadn't even noticed they were being shot at until De Niro noticed the blood that was coming from the bullet wound to his head. <gasps> Keenan's only injuries came from the shattered glass while De Niro ended up needing a metal plate to replace the part of his skull. They did not see the attacker. The bullets found at the crime scene were forty-four caliber. But the cases were not linked because they were in different boroughs. So they were handled by different police forces, which is infuriating. One of my least favorite things about the police, (laughs) I know that that is a (laughs) strong phrase, is that in so many of these cases, we see that it's happening in like differing boroughs, differing cities, differing counties, and the police don't work together.
1: Do you know how often that happens in these cases? I didn't realize how often that has happened, but that is... It happens so much, especially with these big cases. Yeah.
0: Like, it's pulling teeth to get them to work together.
1: That is so crazy to me that he got shot in the head. Like, I know... I know when things Adrenaline like that, man. yeah. I mean, I've been there. I really <laughs> have. When I cut my toe open, there was blood everywhere, but I didn't know I wasn't in any pain. Yeah. But still, for for it to for to have been his head and for him to have survived, that's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, and the only injuries that the girl got, um,
1: and he drove away. Rosemary too, right? got
0: yeah. I'm assuming he was driving. He was. He was going wow. driving, and Rosemary only got injured from the broken glass. So, wow. Lucky. Yeah, for real. 16-year-old Donna DeMassey and 18-year-old Joan Lamino were talking on Lamino's porch uh, a little past midnight on November 27th when a man dressed in military fatigues walked up and began asking for directions. He spoke in a high-pitched voice, only saying a few words, then pulled out a revolver. He shot each girl once and then after they had fallen to the ground shot them several more times. When the neighbor heard the disturbance, he stepped out just as a blonde man ran past him with a gun in hand. DeMassi was shot in the neck but was not but it wasn't life threatening. Lamina was hit in the back and spent a lot of time in the hospital and was eventually rendered paraplegic due to her injury, but both women lived okay um they both lived
1: Oh, I always find it so interesting that when things okay when murderers okay (laughs) when these people try to commit different murders and they don't happen the way that they want to they change things like the murder weapon because now we see that he changed the revolver they change like the narrative yeah like they were on a porch and he shot them not in a car more times and from the
0: sounds of it he wore a wig because it said Mm -hmm. he was blonde yeah
1: wow okay yeah i always found it interesting
0: so on january 30th 1977 26 year old christine freud and her fiance 30 year old john deal were sitting in a parked car in queens they had just gotten back from seeing rocky I felt like that needed to be included. <laughs> uh we're headed out once again to go dancing. Aww. Um I'm including these details because I think it helps people realize also that these are like normal human beings going yeah. about their life. Yeah. Um not just victims of David Berkowitz. And that's right. why this episode is so long, is because I kind of wanted to acknowledge that these were like real people yeah. and not just like brush over just give a name, give an age, how he yeah. killed them. Um and these people got to see Rocky in theaters. <laughs> I've actually never seen that movie, but I haven't either. Big um, surprise. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that
1: was so mean. <laughs> I was like, yeah, for real. <laughs> Violet doesn't it's watch true. anything. I don't. Never. <laughs> what are movies? <laughs> what are movies? Uh, Three gunshots
0: entered the car, and Deal quickly drove away, never seeing the shooter. While Deal only suffered minor injuries, Christine Freund was shot twice and later died in the hospital. No. This is when things begin to connect with the crimes for the NYPD. This is when they start to be like, this is making sense. In every case except for the random stabbing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh there had been a forty-four caliber revolver used and the attacker was seeming to only go after women with long dark hair.
1: Oh wait, so the so the the gun was the same?
0: Yeah, apparently a forty-four caliber is a revolver. Oh. My dad's gonna be very disappointed. I don't know in me. Anything about guns. I had to ask Dustin what forty four caliber even meant.
1: <laughs> I mean I I kinda know that. I'm My just... gun knowledge is Nerf guns. <laughs> That's I, n- I know a little bit, but I'm a little embarrassed now. My whole family's going to disown me after that one. But
0: You didn't even okay. acknowledge that he only went after women with long dark hair, Miley.
1: Oh, I just, I I feel like I just chose not to acknowledge <laughs> it. I blocked it out. Yeah, whatever.
0: Um, Even in the case of De Niro and Keenan, De Niro had long dark hair and was sitting in the passenger side, which commonly back then is where the female would sit. Mm. So this guy had no longer hair this is the 70s yeah right uh not that it matters so many guys have long dark hair now and <laughs> also it's true all probably prettier than my hair <laughs> yeah same they released sketches of the attacker in both instances he was seen but the police still did not believe this could be just one man
1: <sighs> what why what's so what is it about them that they're like? No, there's no way. There's no way that this person. Can I would not want it to
0: just be one person. Yeah, That's right? less
1: people you have to catch. No, like I'm genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely don't understand how, why they wouldn't connect away, it? I don't like know. Like how? So like days wise? Oh, days wise?
0: Like yeah. he? I mean, he spaced it out. So, uh, like, it like once a month, like okay. October, November. January, I guess he skipped December, Christmas. He got to celebrate holidays, <laughs> I guess. So July was Donna and Jody. October was Carl and Rosemary. November was Donna, another Donna, and Joanne. January was Christine and John. And obviously, all of these were in New York. All of them were in New York,
1: New York, City? and all of them were
0: in the boroughs. Okay. I don't know a ton about the geography of New York, but I don't imagine that they were super crazy, crazy far apart. Okay. But again, I don't get
1: it. I don't get it. New Why? York listeners,
0: I don't know what the layout of these boroughs are currently I didn't know or what, that what was. they were in what the 70s. That? Boroughs, oh God. <laughs> I think they're basically neighborhoods. <laughs> okay. If I'm okay. wrong. Roast me, <laughs> but
1: I think they're yeah, just—we're just a little uneducated. We're just so—they're just so country folk. <laughs> we don't know. I grew we up, up in cities. the suburbs.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: I, I know, live I in the know mountains. Know what I'm a br- mountain br- woman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I live in a town. <laughs> in I'm not. I, town. I'm not a mountain woman. <laughs> so. <sighs> March 8th,
0: 19-year-old Columbia University student, Virginia, let me breathe for a second so I can pronounce this last name moderately correctly, Voskerchian, 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 that's how I'm pronouncing it, I'm was walking home around 7.30 p.m. when she was confronted by an armed man. In a moment to protect herself, she tried using her textbook as a shield. <gasps> Unfortunately, the bullet went through the book, striking Virginia in the head and killing her on the spot.
1: What? Yeah. I've literally watched videos about, well, I guess, I guess normally it's multiple books. F- weird, random information that I know. If there's ever a school shooter, or I guess a shooter in general, and you have a bunch of textbooks, I've seen that you're supposed to put like have all your books in a backpack and put it on in front of you to try to protect yourself. That's really so depressing. I that was you even know that. Yeah, 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 it is. But when you but, said that I was really hoping that it was a case that the book it was only one have, it was one textbook. <sighs> but yeah. I hate that. Uh
0: in a press conference on March 10th, 2 days after Virginia shooting, the New York mayor at the time, Abraham Beam, announced that the 44 bulldog revolver was used at all of the previous crime scenes mm-hmm. which is infuriating because him announcing mm-hmm. that a 44 caliber was used will yeah. i mean it could mean that the 44 caliber killer Son of Sam, David Berkwitz, could then change his weapon yeah. to anything. Mm-hmm. And if he's eluded police for this long, because he started killing in December. It's March. He's already had multiple uh, victims by this point. Yeah. If he wanted to change his MO, it mm-hmm. would be so easy for him to get away now.
1: Yeah, Because if he would
0: literally just change to a different gun.
1: Yeah, it's taken them this long to connect to these killings. So if he changes exactly there's if no he way that changes know. if he decides to like
0: instead of shooting people like on the street if he decided to invade into hi- inside of homes if he decided to stab people if mm-hmm. he decided you know there's so many variables and yeah. it makes me annoyed that they announced the exact gun that he was using yeah yeah that is that's crazy to me um <sighs> after that press conference these killings and the person or people, I use parentheses because they still were like, it's not just one person. Mm-hmm. Um, this became huge news, like across America. Mm-hmm. I asked my mom if she had heard of it, but she was only two in
1: 1977. Uh-oh. obviously not. Yeah.
0: Um, And I was disappointed. <laughs> On April 17th at 3 a.m., 20 year old Alexander Esau and 18 year old Valentina Serini were sitting in a parked car near Sereni's home in the Bronx when they were both shot twice. Sereni died at the scene and Esau died several hours later at the hospital. The police determined the gun used was, of course, a 44 caliber revolver. But that isn't all police discovered at this crime scene. A handwritten letter was placed near the bodies of <sighs> Alexander Esau and Valentina Sereni. It was addressed to the NYPD Captain Joseph Borelli and stated... I am going to read this entire letter. It is disgusting, but it also shows how stupid this man truly was.
1: Oh, yay. I can't I wait to this. I think that it is a great
0: expose of how ignorant he was. Can't wait to make it fun of it starts with, I am deeply hurt by your calling me a weeman hater. Women <laughs> was spelled W-E-M-O-N. <laughs> women
1: he's got six brain cells and not one of them knows how to spell women. Okay. So during that time when he was quote unquote, so intelligent when he was in school, he obviously didn't pay attention in his spelling class. No, cause he spelled women. W E M O
0: N. Oh man. That's good. So that's, that's how it good. starts off. Uh, he says, I'm not, he's not a woman hater. Apparently he just uh, loves to kill dark haired women. Okay. Uh, but I am a monster. I am uh, the son of Sam. This is when it comes. (gasps) I am a little brat. Brad is used in parentheses. This letter gets insane. It is it is written by an insane man. And you can tell that when you read it. When Father Sam gets drunk, he gets mean. He beats his family. Sometimes he ties me up in the back of the house. Other times he locks me in the garage. Sam loves to drink blood. Go out and kill commands Father Sam behind our house. Some rest. Mostly this is dark mostly young raped and slaughtered their blood drained just bones now papa sam keeps me locked in the attic too i can't get out but i look out the attic window and watch the world go by i feel like an outsider i am on a different wavelength than everybody else programmed to kill however to stop me you must kill me attention police shoot me first shoot to kill or else keep out of my way or you will die exclamation mark uh, Papa Sam is old now. He needs some blood to preserve his youth. He has had too many heart attacks. Too many heart attacks. That's not me having a stutter. He literally repeats it. Um, and then in quotes, "Ugh me, ugh me, hoot it hurts, Sunny boy, hoot." I think he meant hurt. It's spelled H O O T. Hurts is just spelled U R T S. I miss my pretty princess most of all. She's resting in our lady's house, but I'll see her soon. I am the monster, capitalized, Beelzebub, the chubby behemoth. (laughs) I love to hunt, prowling the streets looking for fair game. Tasty me of the (laughs) weemen. The dumbest man. Of queens are Z prettiest. Z! Just the letter Z! Ew. I must be the water they drink. What? That makes me want to throw up. I don't even want to know what that means. I live for the hunt, my life. Blood for papa. <laughs> Mr. Borelli, sir, I don't want to kill anymore. No, sir. No more. But I must honor thy father. I want to... Ew. I want to make love to the world. I love people. I don't belong on Earth. Return me to the yahoos, to the people of Queens. I love you, and I want to wish you all a happy Easter. May God bless you in this life and in the next. And for now, I say goodbye and goodnight. Police, let me haunt you with these words. I'll be back. I'll be back. To be interrupted as bang, 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 bank, bang, ugh, ugh. Yours in murder, Mr. Monster.
1: What is... You're welcome for that. There are so... So many spelling errors. We could do a whole episode just on that letter. He wished them a happy Easter. He said, I'm Beelzebub, but happy Easter. The Chubby (laughs) Behemoth.
0: The Wee Men oh, are geez. queens. Are prettiest of all. <laughs> You know I can't help but think, like when he was writing this in 1970, whatever. I wonder if he just thought, "Hey, I bet you two two twenty-something-year-old girls are gonna laugh their freaking heads off
1: at how stupid I am in 2021." I can just imagine him sitting at a desk with like the with just a, a, a lamp, a single lamp. A yes, and him just just going to town writing it like this is a masterpiece. I am the son of Sam. They're gonna be horrified. I'm a little brat. <laughs> Papa Sam is so old now. What <laughs> even? Heart attack! Heart attack! <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, me hurt,
0: me hoot. It hurts, Sunny Boy.
1: <laughs> I, I the obviously can't stay in this stupidity. Man what even and that's what makes
0: me so angry it's like this guy murdered countless people and yet he
1: didn't know how to spell women correctly yeah. i just don't understand what were these what kind of intelligence were they talking about when they said he was so i don't intelligent? Know. he must As have been able to build
0: like a house by the time he was four yeah maybe this that's had what it was. To not been book smart
1: yeah it was just very hands-on maybe that's the Good only explanation God so the police
0: had a few theories about this letter and its I wonder, meaning oh, i don't man. know how you could read it and comprehend anything yeah, for real. um but honestly the theories that they came up with are so stupid no. that i'm not even gonna go into them oh. they were like he was on drugs but who is he like okay <laughs> okay if he was on drugs you still don't know who he is yeah um the police did end up releasing a psychological profile on the killer on May 26 describing him as neurotic and most likely suffering from paranoid schizophrenia. He also believed he also believed himself to be a victim of demonic possession. That is what the psychological profile deemed. So the paranoid schizophrenia would make sense because yeah. they could say that Papa Sam is another identity. Yeah. That would yeah. And that would make sense. and the demonic possession, I don't I don't know.
1: Okay, can we also... I was going to mention this before we got into the letter. because yes. you know He used the same gun. Again. He didn't even switch them. Nah. He but, was he, like, but practically in the letter, he was like, kill me. He was like, if, you, if you're going to catch yeah, me, me. Yeah, it like he me. wanted to die.
0: <sighs> I don't know. Ew. So then police tracked down every legal owner of a .44 caliber Bulldog revolver in New York City and questioned them. Which, I mean, good for them. That's pretty great. But yeah. also, you can get guns illegally. Exactly. <laughs> uh, also, forensically testing each one of the guns. They were okay. unable to determine which was the murder weapon, though. So, this oh. was basically a waste of taxpayers' cool. money. Cool. Uh, police also set up traps of undercover police officers posing as couples in parked cars trying to catch killer. Oh. And I'm sorry. All I can think of, like, is buddy cop movies of, like, two people, si- like, me and you sitting in a car together being like, We could get shot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <Like, laughs> True fear would be coursing through my veins. I would yeah, be like, seriously. I'm going to get murdered by someone who doesn't even know how to spell women
1: correctly. <laughs> I would be so angry if they yeah, put me on this seriously. case. Seriously. So I mean, they were they were take they were willing to take one for the team. I admire that. But I'm just they, gonna. Do they not have any? I don't know. Good for them, man.
0: Being a police officer, hard pass, bro. <sighs> yeah. We're about to get into another letter, Miley. Prepare thine self. I- can't wait. On May 30th, Jimmy Breslin, a columnist for the Daily News, received what he believed to be the second Son of Sam letter. It was postmarked for that same day from Inglewood, New Jersey. The envelope had the words, blood and family, darkness and death, absolute depravity, 44, written on the reverse side. Ooh, wow. All of my favorite things. Yeah, love that. Just kidding. <laughs> Here is what the letter said. <clears throat> I feel like I'm about to read dark poetry that someone puts on like what pad or something (laughs) hello from the gutters of nyc which are filled with dog manure vomit (laughs) stale wine (laughs) urine and blood hello from the sewers of nyc which swallow up these delicacies when they are washed away by sweeper trucks Hello from the cracks in the sidewalk of NYC and from the ants that dwell in these cracks and feed on the dried blood of the dead that settled into these cracks.
1: Yo, yo, yo. We're here from NYC. (laughs) Good old Waco. Live from New York. It's Saturday Night Live. (laughs) What?
0: This is insanity. JB, I'm just dropping you a line to let you know that Ooh, I appreciate are you your interest. Serious? This is real. This is real. What this
1: the- is real.
0: <laughs> let you know that I appreciate your interest in those recent horrendous 44 killings. I also want to tell you that I read your column daily and find it quite informative. Uh, tell me, Jim, <laughs> What will you have for July 29th? You can forget about me if you like, because I don't care for publicity. However, you must not forget about Donna Laura and you cannot let the people forget her either. Which is disgusting that he would even say her name.
1: Yeah.
0: Or write her name. She was very, very, she was a very, very sweet girl. But Sam's a thirsty (sighs) lad and he won't let me stop killing until he gets his fill of blood. Middle finger to this guy. I'm normally not like... But... Screw him. Middle fingers all around for him. Mr. Breslin, sir, don't think that because you haven't heard from me for a while that I went to sleep. No, rather, I'm still here like a spirit roaming the night. Thirsty, hungry, seldom stopping to rest. Anxious to please Sam. I love my work. Now the void has been filled. Perhaps we shall meet face to face someday. Which, no thanks, Uh... hard pass. I don't want to meet you. Or perhaps I will be blown away by the cops with smoking 38s.
1: Once again, he's just asking. Yeah, for he's death. like, please
0: God shoot me.
1: Literally. You well, said he doesn't belong on Earth.
0: No. Multiple, he belongs, multiple
1: times. He belongs in the gutters of NYC. Of
0: NYC! <laughs> That's right. Whatever, if I shall be fortunate enough to meet you, I will tell you all about Sam if you like, and I'll introduce what? you to him. His name is Sam the Terrible. Wow,
1: that was very creative. He's an Sam artist.
0: the terrible. Yeah. This guy's supposed to have an above-average
1: intelligence.
0: <laughs> LOL. Not knowing what the future holds, I shall say farewell, and I will see you at the next job. Or should I say, you will see my handiwork at the next job.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, let's uh, make gross.
0: jokes about my murderings. Remember Mrs. Miss Laura? Or Miss Loria? Sorry. Thank you. In their blood and from the gutter, Sam's Creation 44, here are some names to help you along. Forward them to the inspector for use... By NCIC. So basically, he's like, here's some names that you can give me. The Duke of Death, The Wicked King (gasps) Wicker, The 22 Disciples of Hell, John Wheaties. This one is disgusting. Rapist and Suffocator of Young Girls. Which, okay, first of all, he never raped any of these girls, which makes me believe that what if he did? What if there are unsolved, like, rapings out there yeah. that he committed because he net like so far uh, in any of these cases none of these girls have been raped
1: oh man that's- and
0: the reason why he was honorably discharged is because he had like disturbing sexual fantasies mm. he had sex with prostitutes like uh, this guy was de- like depraved yeah oh man P.S. Please inform all the detectives working the slang to remain. P.S. JB, please inform all the detectives working the case that I wish them the best of luck. Keep them digging, drive on, think positive, get your butts off, knock on coffins, etc. Upon my capture, I promise to buy all the guys working the new case, a pair of shoes, if I can get up the money. Signed, Son of Sam.
1: Oh. underneath Uh, son of
0: sam was a logo or sketch or something i don't even know what this was um including a bunch of different symbols
1: uh, i'm sorry that you all had to experience that uh disgusting litter but i'm speechless aren't we all (laughs) what he really the beginning of it though
0: Hello from the gutters of NYC. (laughs) Hello from the sewers of NYC. (laughs) Hello from the cracks in the sidewalks of NYC.
1: What? I don't. I don't. I don't really just don't even have anything to say. I don't know. It. I'm glad that I didn't receive that letter. Although he was like, "I read your column every day, and it's really good." Yeah. It's so, so thanks so for informative. that. Yeah. I would be like, "Well, guys, I have to quit my job." Seriously, this uh, man knows where I yeah. work. Yeah. I mean, what was this like? His his office or his home? It, was, it sent was sent to the to-
0: office. Oh. Okay. It was sent
1: to the Daily News. That's still concerning.
0: Yeah. I no wouldn't like yeah. it. Yeah. So, they linked the July 29th date drop, which he mentions mm-hmm. in that train wreck of a letter. Yeah. Um, to when the first victims were killed.
1: Oh, the, the stabbings? Yeah. Mm, no. Oh. Mm, wait. Let me go back and double check. <laughs> no. Okay, just the, the first shooting victims? Yeah, Donna
0: and Jody, And that's okay. why he mentions Donna.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Um. So now is where things get weird. Er, they haven't been okay. Yeah, that's er, better. Better. Um, and it, even more wild and insane.
1: Ugh.
0: Police didn't really believe it was a forty-four caliber killer who wrote this one because you know it had cohesive language, unlike the women hater
1: letter. And I, I mean that halfway makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um. Unless their theory was right that the first time he was on drugs and you know maybe this time, not.
0: But they still they still investigated the letter as evidence. Yeah, uh, asking for help, asking for the help of DC comic staff members, since the lettering (laughs) looks like something you might find in a comic book. So what DC comic staff writers? were involved in the hunt down of son of sam
1: i mean that's a pretty cool fact very interesting but what (laughs) a
0: little hurt that they didn't pick marvel but whatever (laughs)
1: uh they
0: also arranged a private viewing of the (laughs) night of the 1973 horror movie the wicker man due to the reference in the letter
1: oh yeah The,
0: the brief reference of N- like name dropping that he yeah. made of all of those strange movies where he was like the duke of death the wicked king wicker the 22 disciples oh, of hell yeah john wheaties
1: yeah what's that
0: i don't know oh okay genuinely right. have no idea god <laughs> i'm not the only one <laughs> uh a week later with permission from the police the new york daily news released the letter
1: I love that, that they got permission from Don't the police. Don't love it? Not when the media just does whatever they want. Ugh.
0: And some things were redacted. Okay, uh, cool. Breslin urged the killer to turn himself in. That copy of the New York Daily News sold 1.1 million copies. And it is still the highest selling edition of the Daily News to date. Wow. Oh, police then received thousands of tips, for, but all of them were useless. Yeah.
1: As always, as always, that's always what happens.
0: All of them were garbage. Yeah. After this many women in New York, after this, many, many, many women in New York changed their hair. Oh,
1: they cut
0: it. They dyed it. Oh. <laughs> they gravitated towards anything that was not long and was not dark hair.
1: Well, I'm glad I didn't live. In New it
0: was York Bob's at this time. all around,
1: probably. Oh, I hate that.
0: There was a, also Screw you, David. Such a high demand for wigs that it was almost impossible for shops to keep them in stock.
1: That is insane. Yeah, that is yeah. so crazy.
0: So on June 26th at 3 a.m., the crimes continued. 20-year-old Sal Lupo and 17-year-old Judy Placido were sitting in Lupo's parked car in Queens. Three gunshots hit the car. Lupo was shot in the arm and Placido was shot in the right temple shoulder and the back of the neck. Shockingly, both victims survived their injuries. Heck yeah. Yeah, we
1: love to hear it. Woo. Screw
0: murderers. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and once again, he went back to to a car, and once again, they survived. Yeah, this like, man—he was but- in the
0: army, and he cannot make a shot. Come on, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this dude sucks. What? Literally, I'm not like. Well, we're he happy has that he shot could so, so
0: many people, and honestly, not killed that many. He's what? not batting a thousand. He's batting at like six he's not three gunshots hit the car three and neither one of them died well I'm I'm thrilled for them. He should have picked something else to do. (laughs) Build birdhouses.
1: (laughs) Read comic books. (laughs) Go for some walks. Well, we definitely know On the streets of NYC. We definitely know that he couldn't be a poet or write books. God (laughs) no. But I'm sure he could have found something else he was good at. Just maybe, actually. Maybe he's maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe there's nothing that he would have been good at.
0: I don't think, I'm not, I'm not resonating with anything
1: that, lighting stuff on fire. Yeah, true. Stealing stuff, right? He was allegedly great at that. Uh, Um, I don't know what kind of job you can get by doing that. Probably. An an explosives technician? I wouldn't want to have that job. Well, I don't think that you would want it to, to want anything. Uh, I don't know how that job would work. Anyway. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so the insane thing is Judy and Sal were actually talking about the Son of Sam case just moments before the attack.
1: Oh, that's... It's awkward. Was there... Okay, so this is in... This is around New New York City, right? I mean, it's in New York. It's in Queens. Oh, okay. I hate, I hate to say this. Okay, I hate to say this. But could these people not find anything better to do than sit in a car where there literally have been... Women getting murdered while sitting in cars and just you know being out and about. I feel like I would not want to sit in a parked car with yeah, my either. friend. No, sorry, I love hanging out with I'd you. I'd be like, like, but come into no to my
0: apartment.
1: Yeah, really.
0: Yeah, no, because there's I, no way.
1: Like I said, around here, it would make sense because there's nothing. There's nothing to yeah, do. Yeah, but I found out that someone
0: around here was shooting people in cars.
1: Uh, uh, then go
0: hang out in my car. Yeah, also true. But I mean. This was a 17-year-old and a 20-year-old at 3 a.m. I'm sure they weren't sitting and just talking in the car. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Also true. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Uh, While neither victim saw the attacker, witnesses are said to have seen a tall, dark-haired man in a leisure suit, Fleeing from the area, one claimed to see him leave in a car and even supplied a partial
1: plate number. Oh, okay. Let's go. Whenever, (laughs) this is probably really weird, but anytime I see anything even relatively suspicious, I haven't even seen anything that suspicious. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, that was kind of weird. I always look at the plate number every single time because I'm like, you know what? I may need that information in the future in case somebody got murdered. So, I Smart. love that. I love Smart. that. So, early on July
0: 31st, Robert Valente and Stacey Moskowitz, both 20, were in Robert's parked car. But, with police heavily on the streets with it being the anniversary of the first 44 caliber killing the killer a year? decided like a year
1: anniversary? yeah this oh, it's wow. been a whole year oh, wow. of
0: the okay. reign of terror of this idiot Ugh. uh the killings like it was the anniversary
1: mm-hmm.
0: the killer decided to leave his normal territory and went to brooklyn robert and stacy were kissing when a man approached within 3 feet of the passenger side of valente's car Fired four rounds into the vehicle, hitting both victims in the head before he escaped into a nearby park. Robert Valente lost his left eye, while Stacy Moskowitz, the only blonde victim, died from her injuries. Oh. That night, Detective John Falsito followed... I pronounced that so wrong and I apologize. Detective John... Valatico, Falatico. <laughs> I think that's right. Was given two weeks to work on the Moskowitz and Valente case as a normal murder investigation mm. because it was in Brooklyn, which yeah. is a place that Berkowitz had never killed before. Mm-hmm. Um If it could not solve, if he could not solve the case in those two weeks, it would be given to the Son of Sam task force.
1: Okay, that makes sense, I think.
0: And that is where we end this episode. Oh no! (laughs) Cliffhanger! (laughs) I'm a little upset too. (laughs) Yeah. So, Detective John Falatico, I think I'm pronouncing that right, (laughs) uh, was given two weeks. Okay. And if he couldn't figure it out, Then it was going to be given to
1: the Son of Sam task force. That's a lot of pressure, I think. I think that's fair, though.
0: That'd stress me out, yeah. But, you know, they signed up for it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was part one of Son of Sam. The man who can't spell and who writes terrible letters and is
1: honestly not that great of a murderer. I just, I feel like a group should be started on social media just making fun of this man hello
0: from the gutters of nyc <laughs> which are filled with dog manure and vomit
1: stale <laughs> wine urine and blood maybe that's maybe that's mean i just i feel guilty when i make fun of people but he was also a murderer for making fun of this so man at all <sighs> he spelled weeman <laughs> w-e-m-o-n it gets me every time, but he's not a wee- a hater. He's not. I don't know why people. But he is a monster of that, and a brat, and a brat, a little brat, <laughs> also, <laughs> a, a, a little brat, also yeah. a chubby behemoth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this one did end on a surprisingly high note, I guess. <laughs> We love making fun of old David because
0: yeah, he deserves it. Yeah, because he's so
1: stupid. Yeah, he deserves it. And,
0: like, honestly, um, this is the thing. This case is so big. Like, big, big. A lot of people who know who the son of Sam is. Yeah. But, honestly, in terms of, like, how many people he killed... And how many people he attempted to kill. He wasn't that great of a serial killer. Yeah. Like, and if you compare him to like Bundy and Kemper mm-hmm. and um, who was I just saying that I look like right now? Dahmer? Dahmer, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when we release the video of this, you will understand. I call these glasses my Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. <laughs> but I really love them. But, I mean, compared to all of those guys. Yeah. He, and I mean, even women serial killers, Aileen Warros, uh-huh. like multiple murderers, he's not.
1: Like, his count is not that high. Yeah, his kill to attempt ratio, pretty sucky for us. Uh, Honestly, killer. I think it's.
0: I think it, like, for some reason, I'm remembering that he, like, killed six, injured seven. Like,.
1: Yeah, that really isn't.
0: And especially since multiple, like, these were people who were together.
1: Yeah, also and, true.
0: And he's like multiple ones where he was looking at them head on
1: or had the advantage of not see like, them not seeing him. Yeah, what we've established from this episode. He's a bad serial killer. Yeah, he's the worst. Not very smart. Not even so very good at dumb. killing people. Well, we'll definitely be posting things about this case on Instagram, social media. So, follow us there at AmenPod on Instagram. Yes. We'll be posting pictures of Berkowitz and these letters. So, you can
0: see that his spelling is also terrible. Yeah. And his handwriting is Help bad. Help us... <laughs> make fun of him yeah because he's the worst yeah and next week will be part two where we talk about the capture and i'm sure what everyone else is looking forward to the reason why he says that he did it yeah can't wait because if you've heard of this case you know that it only gets weirder (laughs) from here yeah
1: (laughs) We didn't think it was possible, but no, it is.
0: No, the weemen hater gets even weirder. <laughs> and yeah, but like Molly said, follow us on Instagram at ammpod, follow us on Twitter at ammpod1. Email us, you know, just to talk. Just, <laughs> just kidding.
1: Every single episode, we I literally mean, just begged
0: somebody if you to talk email to us, us on us. Our email. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's at avalanche and mm at gmail um we have and facebook too we do have a facebook yeah we forgot to mention that yeah. in the last episode appalachian monsters and mysteries that's right and this week we might be releasing some very interesting news so make sure that you do follow us on our social media accounts because we have some fun plans for the future Woo! can't wait thank you guys for listening to us again uh, and from the gutters of NYC, this is Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. We're out. <laughs>